Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm privileged to welcome a very, very senior and accomplished professional from Bangalore, India, Mr. Jay Kumar Hariharan. Jay, welcome to the show. Ashutosh, such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Jay is the CEO and Chief Coach at Blue Fire Coaching Consultants. He's an executive coach, a professional certified coach, PCC, and as he's a speaker, and he's an author. And all of you know, I'm very partial to authors. So we're going to talk about his book as well. So Jay, uh, let's start coaching first. And uh, my first question to you is, after a long career in media, what made you become a coach? Um, nothing like a fascinating story to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, I was, uh, I've spent time across various uh, media houses, the last one being the National Geographic. I was heading sales for uh, the force for India. And what that happened was, you know, I, I, I was really successful. I was focused. I was objective driven and whatnot. Mm. But the point is this number of years that have gone by, uh, internally something was broken Mm -hmm. i was not becoming the leader i had thought i would set out to be Mm -hmm. and i was caught between the push and pull of so many uh, external factors and uh, i really didn't have anybody to talk to when i would talk to my colleagues Mm -hmm. beautiful guys amazing guys but they would all come back and say hey listen maybe this is just midlife crisis you just got to weather the storm and I was like perplexed about the fact that how nobody could see the world through my eyes Mm. right and I realized that um, at at that time I just heard a smattering of executive coaching Mm. I'd done some homework and I decided hey listen you know the best way to go about solving a problem is scratching your own itch Mm -hmm. you have a problem you check around everybody else seems to have their own existential uh, you know birthing pains and why, why don't I get myself credentialed and do this going forward? Mm. So that was one thing. Second thing is um, freedom is one of my topmost values. Freedom to do what I would love to do with my time, mm. my energy, and my passion. Mm. And it turned out to be that um, my corporate career was not going to be able to afford that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would say, hey, listen, you know, we're paying you a fat load of money. We are giving you all the other trappings of a successful career. I think you need to put pay to your all your ambitions and you know your fluffy ideas of freedom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And at one point in time, uh, I, I paid my price. I'd, I'd done my time, if you were to call it that. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, you know, let me take a plunge now. And if I'd read the tea leaves properly, I knew that coaching was was on its way to becoming a big thing. Uh Simple reason that I knew that these were challenges which would never go down. It would only go up. Mm -hmm. And which is all these kind of things shaped me in, you know, moving forward to becoming a coach. Fascinating. Uh, So let me ask you another question. You know, I'm much older than you, but I remember in the, uh, you know, when I was finished, finished my MBA, Coaching was done either by a senior family member or by a senior colleague who took a liking to you. What has changed that today people are willing to get trained coaches and are willing to pay for it? Excellent. Um, we have the same question about the difference between mentoring and coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a little back in time, the etymology of the word mentor is actually from the from the Odyssey, mm-hmm. where uh, Telemachus, you know, was mentoring his younger nephew, which was Homer, through the form of Athena. Yeah. Um, so typically, what happens is it's a person who's older, who's well worse in that particular domain mm. and the context of the conversation might look like this beta maine ye kya tha panche options hai aapke paas these are things that you might want to consider and then move forward mm. but having said that thoughtful questions polite curiosity insightful observations mm. do not belong to any one particular realm of thought mm. it could come from consulting it could come from mentoring it could come from counseling it could come from therapy right. it could come from coaching mm. so all these together mm. will positively influence an individual but the mm. fundamental difference being that i coach people who are 60 years old i coach people who are 30 years old I don't need to be from the same domain. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know anything about your business. Mm-hmm. As long as I understand the ecosystem that you are in, that's more than enough for me. Mm-hmm. So that way it becomes devoid of the domain uh, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Second thing is it does not come from a place of, I've seen the world more than you. So, hey, you know, you might want to consider that into consideration. Mm-hmm. The coach approaches the conversation with as much novelty mm-hmm. as does the coach. Hmm. So these would be like fundamental differences, yeah. hmm. but at the same time, you can argue distinction without a difference as well. Great response, thank you. Uh, my next question to you, uh, Jay, is why do you focus only on CEOs? All right, um, well, <laughs> I don't intentionally focus only on CEOs, mm-hmm. uh, but unfortunately, what happens is the kind of challenges that come to the coaching table are challenges that comes where the air is thin mm. 30000 feet high these are really fine nuances mm. and it's ripe for a coaching conversation mm-hmm. now uh, it could be first jobbers second jobbers or people in the startup environment they might have different fires to douse mm. and you know i can't come in and say hey listen you know don't douse the fire let the fire continue but hey you need you need to step back and you need to get coached Mm-hmm. um so which is why there is a tendency to move towards uh, the upper uh, uh, cadre in an organization number one number two it is my fond wish that i could influence organizations to change uh-huh. and it's relatively easier if change starts at the top mm-hmm. i have refused mandates uh-huh. where the ceo has said i don't need coaching yeah. i've never had a coach but look at all my reports Yeah, they need to be coached. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry, that doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, you know. So, which is why, kind of, you know, that's the level that kind of interesting. Works. You also mentioned that you have coached people from 30 to 60 or older. Uh, my question to you is that with millennials and Gen Zs now coming into leadership roles. and uh, also i was well, i have a lot of respect for millennials and coach and the, the younger leaders what is the difference that you perceive or you see between coaching older leaders and younger leaders all right so let me let me step back and reframe this conversation so that i can add a little more nuance to it okay. i'll go a little younger than that i'll mm-hmm. go uh, to 12 years old my okay. younger son uh yesterday we were we were chatting up we were talking to each other and he said that what would make you hold on to a positive habit what question would ho- help you hold on to a positive habit better hmm. i said wow 
I said, okay, what would be the feeling I would enjoy when I stick with a good habit? Mm. I said, what do you think? He said, would my future self mm. be happy with the habit I pick up today? Wow. And I was just blown. This is That's from a very the- mature 12 year old you have. 12 year old. And it didn't come from me. I, I didn't come from the books I yeah. have at my this thing. It must have come from YouTube. In our words, the source of many evils, but it's come from there. And I was just blown. I had, I've, I've had 27-year-olds reach up to me, 30-year-olds reach up to me and say, you know what? I think investment in myself is an important part, and not only from a career point of view, but from a growth point of view. Mm-hmm. And they're forking out money from their uh, wallet. Mm-hmm. Self-awareness is very, very high. So that's the good stuff, right? Yeah. Um, a little bit of baggage has to be let go with mm-hmm. el- with the uh, older, elder, most more established CEOs. Mm-hmm. It's the process of unlearning. It's the mm-hmm. process of letting go of the hubris. That is a very, very fascinating thing because I've been through that. Mm-hmm. It's a very humbling process. And it's a beautiful process to see that individual say, hey, listen, I have the freedom to say, I don't know. Mm. that itself is, is like a very very nice process mm. um but like all things uh, everything is not only good the mm-hmm. negative aspect is i wish hard work putting in the work mm. gets its place in the growth journey and doesn't get wished away saying that oh you know i don't what is this working hard you know i need to i need to have a life outside of work work doesn't define me yeah. you know stuff like I'm great, but please understand, we all have to pay a piper. Mm. If you're at peace with paying the piper, by all means, go for it. Mm. I, I remember once Shahrukh says, there's no glory in being a starving artist. Mm-hmm. Be an artist, mm. a well-fed artist. Mm. It's a perspective. Well said, well said. Moving on now, uh, a question that has often been asked of me, and I'm going to ask is, from you is that while coaching is something which uh, it has picked up a lot all over the world, for my viewers and listeners, tell me how can a coach benefit an entrepreneur or a professional? Okay, let's start with the fundamental basics, right? Mm-hmm. In a world where everybody wants their story to be told, mm-hmm. who's listening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, whoever is listening, do they come with their own bias? Mm-hmm. Just a third person perspective. We've all experienced this. When mm-hmm. we're in the middle of something, we are unable to see the way the world looks at us mm-hmm. because we're too busy being in the challenge, in the situation. Mm-hmm. Just the benefit of a third person's, third person's point of view and observation is mm-hmm. healthy, mm-hmm. therapeutic, being heard, using their services as a sounding board, Mm. having an accountability partner. Mm. Hey, listen, you know, from now on, this person, I have to be accountable to this Mm. person. And number four, somebody who's witness to the magnificence you are. Okay. I know many of, there is a perspective saying that I'm broken, so I need a coach. Mm. Ah, something is like, no, sometimes you need somebody to witness the magnificence of who you are. Mm. Appreciate the journey that you've come on because very often, we lose that sight for ourselves. Mm-hmm. A huge malaise that I help fix is the challenge of self-love mm-hmm. with 40 plus male professionals in this part of the world. Mm-hmm. Material success, not a problem. Mm-hmm. Age of abundance, not a problem. Yeah. But do they really, are they in harmony? 
do. Yeah. Other than looking back and saying, hey, listen, you know what? I've not done a bad deal for myself. Mm. I'm good. So self-love is extremely uh, important. Right. All these elements make for really inspiring conversations. So there is a click in the mindset. Mm. It doesn't stop there, right? I mean, I do help my coaches with a mindset and skill set and a tool set. Mm. Hey, listen, these are things that you might want to consider mm. putting in your toolbox. Mm. Very good. Uh, my next question to you is that, you know, given the fact that you have been a media person uh, and has probably seen lots of different scenarios, how has your background supported your coaching philosophy, your style and your values? Wow. Uh, all right. Um, a little bit about me as an individual as, as well, apart mm. from my background in media, mm. is uh, intense curiosity. Mm -hmm. uh, and an immense lust for life. Um, not many, actually, some people know this. I'm, 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 I'm a certified deep sea diver. I'm a certified paraglider. Mm -hmm. Bungee jump, that sky jump, skydived. Mm -hmm. I've driven an armored tank. So Pierce Brosnan doesn't own okay. uh, credit uh, only for mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of vicarious experiences. But apart from that, the ability to spot a great story, the mm -hmm. ability to communicate a great story. Mm -hmm. uh, I was about to say in all humility, but forget that. Mm -hmm. When I was in a room and when I would speak, people would pay attention. Mm -hmm. And this was right from the formative years of my career. Mm -hmm. So I kind of realized, hey, maybe there's something here that I have, which is great to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And when I work with a lot of other leaders and I say, hey, you know what? Is that the place that you're suffering from? Let me help you. Hmm. I once wrote a controversial uh, column, I think for Business World or Business Today, I'm not sure, about how executive coaching is very similar to advertising. Mm -hmm. So obviously coaches didn't take it very kindly, but I said, hey, look, look, think of it this way, right? We are helping the coachee change their behavior from A to B. Mm. What does a marketer do? Mm. You're buying this. Why don't you buy this? That's change mm. in behavior. Great, great analogy, yeah. And, and the the... The interest is vested in a different direction. The marketer says, this is my interest. The coach says, it's in your interest. Mm. But the elements that we see, I use terms like share of voice. I use terms like opportunity to see. Mm. I use terms like frequency. I use terms like personal branding. All this comes from uh, my formative years in media, mm. for which I'm absolutely uh, thankful. Wonderful, wonderful. And my next question is that all of us, you know, have had people in our lives who have helped shape us and you know we bring a lot of those experiences to our coaching relationships how have you been shaped by the people in your life and how are they influencing you as a coach today um i remember seeing this uh, really witty uh, sign in a friend's house mm -hmm. guests always make us happy mm. some when they arrive mm. some when they leave absolutely yeah so leaders, I've, I've learned a lot from leaders on how to lead and mm. how not to lead, mm. right? Um, the biggest challenge that I had to overcome was I was getting in the way of myself. I was all head and less heart, mm -hmm. and which had to change. And I, I, and I owe that to coaching. Mm. Um, from influences, like I, 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 I was always plagued by this thought that I need to have original thoughts. Mm. I need to write original stuff. I need to think original stuff. Mm. I realized that, look, I've always stood on the shoulders of giants. Mm -hmm. And there's no harm in that. Mm. I've, I've absorbed 
wisdom from millennia because those books are available. Mm. Holy texts, mythological texts, stories from your janitor, watchman, CEO, whatnot. Mm. In a way, all these cumulative experiences allow me to create uh, a fairly unique coaching voice and mm. coaching presence that I, you know, that I hope brings energy, relevance, and compassion uh, in its conversations. Mm. But with all of this, apart from all the books that I've read, the movies that I've seen that have really inspired me, mm. I think my dad also was a fairly formative influence in my growing up years um, because here was a man that proved my idiom. I mean, at that time, nice guys finished last. Mm. I said, mm, that should not be the case. Nice mm. guys should finish first. Mm. So let me take the best stuff from him and just compound it with being worldly wise and aware of all the machinations that uh, run the world. Uh, but his love for books, his love for knowledge, his love for humility, his love for embracing uh, different people, different walks of life, different points of belief, mm. I think really did a lot to me in my formative years. So I, I didn't come with a dogmatic view mm. uh, saying that uh, the world is a binary. It's a black mm. and white, mm. good or wrong, you know, kind of a thing. And that um, helps me as a human being, helps me in my coaching process as well. Fascinating. I'm now going to move to uh, your other avatar as an author. Uh, tell me about your books. Well, it's just one book for now. Uh, it was my, like my first baby. A lot of blood, sweat, tears, soil, toil, and all of that. Um, it, is, it is a letter of love to leaders of my generation. Mm. And uh, I remember I had taken off to Kerala for about 10 days. I was in, in a resort in the hilltop because I thought that's how authors, right? And I wrote maybe 20,000 words and I came back and a week later I was reading it and I promptly fell asleep. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was trying to be somebody else. And I said, no, I tore that up. I restarted from scratch. Um, loosely inspired by Clayton Christensen's How Will You Measure Your Life? Mm -hmm. um, saying that how, how his, his entire book was how he could take organizational theories and juxtapose it on life and see if it still holds water. Mm -hmm. uh, my idea was leadership and life. There are several lead lessons that you learn. How mm -hmm. can you juxtapose it on, on life uh, and see where it takes me? Mm -hmm. But the diktat on the board was very clear for me. I wanted it to be a self-help book for people who don't like self-help books. Mm. And uh, full of stories, full of pity observations and witticisms, if I could call it that. Mm. Uh, the, the, the only riff I've heard of, about it is it's, it's fairly tarurish in its language. Mm. And I apologize to all my readers for having to put up with that. Mm. Uh, but also I kind of realized that it had to have my authentic uh, voice Mm -hmm. At least for my first book, you know, and it was a fascinating experience. Very and what, what is the title of the book? It's called Rewire, how, to be, the, how to be the leader of your own life. Um, I've, I've always been fascinated about how going to the gym mm -hmm. is pleasure for some people and it's pain for some people mm -hmm. and how eating a burger is pleasure for somebody and painful for somebody. Mm -hmm. And I was just fascinated about the thing saying that if these wires were crossed, mm -hmm. Beautiful. The next time the person who wants to get healthy and fit, he reaches for a burger and says, no, I will not have that. Mm. And that was a very proud, the alchemy, if you can call it that. Mm. Uh, so, and, and hence Rewire was born out of, out of that kind of a thing. Fantastic. Jay, my last question to you, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation. 
you've had an amazing journey uh, in media you are a successful coach you're an author what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away from your journey and from our conversation so number 1 i firmly believe that any growth doesn't have to come from a place of pain mm-hmm. i agree pain is a great teacher you got to welcome it but i'm saying you don't always have to start only when there is pain mm-hmm. look back look at the journey that you have adopt a learner's mindset mm-hmm. you, you have difficulty reading you have difficulty this thing ask questions develop an insatiable curiosity for things around you there are many many wonderful things around you mm-hmm. um number 2 put in the work yeah you know there is no other way you have to put in the work yeah. you have to go through the grind however unglamorous it might be mm. and number 3 your life is not just yours mm. as a leader it's your contractual obligation yeah to cast a long shadow yeah that's the contract you've signed it's never one sided yeah right and yeah. Uh, once you do that consciously you will be much more intentional in the way mm. you look at the work you're putting in the influence you're having on people around you mm. very interesting jay on that note and your three wonderful lessons that growth does not necessarily come from pain um you need to put in the work there are no quick fixes there are no answers other than, other than just working very very hard and the third one you said which is very interesting is your life is not just your own because you have a contract and you have responsibilities to you to people who you work with and i just added to your family as well thank you for so, so much for speaking to me thank you for talking to me about your journey as a coach thank you for talking to me about so many of your values what i found particularly fascinating was what your 12 year old uh, asked you and i think uh, please do compliment him from my side on <laughs> such a such an intense and deep question thank you for speaking to me and good luck to you thank you so much ash So it's been a pleasure. Have a lovely day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Video Cast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube. Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.